Pray with me, please. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that we could be an encouragement to somebody that's listening this morning. For it is so important that we keep our heads up even in times of troubles because the world is watching us Christians and how we handle things. And Lord, I know that our faith is uh, everything that we hope to be or ever will be is in you. And I pray, dear God, that you'll bless your people today. Watch over, heal those that need to be healed. Bless those that need to be blessed today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I uh, got the 11 o'clock message. It's pretty close to this, but at the same time, I was thinking about last all week, really, of how, what has God got to do to wake especially America up just to get them to get back to God but um, ever since I've been saved and been preaching I've been preaching on that Jesus could come any moment and I believe he can and I pray every day even so coming Lord Jesus I know our greatest hope is that Jesus could come back for us now but in the meantime if we're left here which we are so far we're still here what are we to do when we see all this mess that's going on in the world now uh, Luke chapter 21 plainly tells us in verse 28 look up lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh there's always hope amen I uh, was talking to them about uh, what to do and praying with them of what to do about Don. And uh, a doctor told me some years ago when I was with somebody that had to have similar things done for to take them off the machine or not, that as long as there's hope, as long as the doctor says, uh, and, and here's something now you've got to remember, and I believe this with all my soul, there's two people in this world you must have your trust in, and that is your doctor, and your preacher. And if you don't have your trust in those two, get you another one. Amen? And it's just that simple. And uh, I believe, uh, like, uh, I never will forget when this person came to me years ago and asked me, Preacher, tell us what to do. I can't tell you what to do. I'm not a doctor. I can tell you what my heart feels. But I, I don't want to do that because that's a doctor's uh, that's what we sent them to college for, for their learning, to know what to do in these times, and you've got to trust their decision. But as long, and the doctor told me, as long as they got breath in them, there's hope. That's exactly what the Bible tells us. And do you know when the only time that you're doomed for hell, when you take, if you're without Christ, is when you take your last breath. I believe anybody up to that moment can be saved. Amen. But also, believe as long as there's breath in, in a person, that there's hope of them being healed by God. Now, I know the doctors come out and they, they raise their hands and say, well, there's no other hope. Uh, that person is going to die. Not as long as they're breathing and not as long as they got life in them. God's still in charge. Amen. And I believe that. Now, when it comes to perplexities and troubles in life, though, it's the same way. 
I look up to God when it comes to this life of life and death. But there's more to it than that. I look up to God for several things. Number one, uh, like I said, uh, my old preacher said, keep looking up. You won't see the dirt. But the Bible says, look up from your troubles. Three things here I want to give you. We have a present help in trouble. Uh, Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. That is, that verse plainly tells me then that God is with us now. Amen. I don't have to wait to get to heaven to have God with me. I'm in trouble. And so if I'm in trouble, I have God with me now. And we're not uh, alone as the devil wants to make us think we are when it comes to trouble. God is still with us. Jesus said in John 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus said, Just don't do it. Uh, Don't look at your troubles. Believe in Him. He'll take care of you in the time of trouble. We are promised deliverance from our troubles. Psalm 434, verse 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear Him and delivereth them. In other words, we're not to fear our troubles. We're to fear God and He'll take care of us. Amen? Uh, The last two verses of Ecclesiastes, which I dearly love that book, and I read it quite often, the last two verses, what is the conclusion? The whole matter of life. Fear God. And then he goes on to tell you other things, but the number one thing is fear God. And I think sometimes that we don't fear God like we ought to. I believe this, God, I'm in God's hands. Who am I supposed to fear then? The one that holds me in His hands. The one that can snuff me out or the one that can keep me going. Amen? And so I'm not afraid of anything else. God's taking care of me. We're promised deliverance from our troubles, but we're to look up from our failures also. Look up from your financial failures. Philippians 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I was talking to somebody this just this week about being in the hospital for a long period of time, and they said, that's going to take all my savings that I've saved all these years away. And uh, I, it's the truth, if you're not careful, uh, you get sick at the end of your life, you've slayed up all your goods or monies and savings that you can live a good life or you can leave it to your kids and so on. You get sick, you end up in a hospital or a rest home, and there it goes. But our trouble, we're, when it comes to our finances, I believe in laying up, but I also believe in trusting God. And He'll take care of you. And we're to look up for our employment failures. According to Psalms 37, verse 25, and verse 31. Look up from your spiritual failures. Philippians 3, 14, 13 and 14. Don't dwell on what you have done for the Lord. Dwell on what you can do for the Lord. In other words, like I was preaching the other night, just press on, just keep going. If you make a mistake, get up and go on anyhow. Amen? God can still bless you. Look up from your loneliness. I think one of the saddest things as we get older 
is to realize that the one we live with all our life in, our, in marriage or whatever, and one of them dies and Ed's left and, and they're alone. I think that's sad. That's a sad situation to be in. But a Christian is never alone. And remember, Jesus said He is always with us. Matthew 28, verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And so, and I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. So Jesus is with us. And again, in Psalms 18, verse 24, a man that has friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And that's Jesus. Amen. Look up from your perfection, persecutions. Now remember, persecution will come to everybody. 2 Timothy 3.12 Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. We are blessed of God when persecuted, according to Matthew 5, verse 10 through 12. Uh, I like what the one verse in the Bible says. And it, it even says that David said that he was thankful for persecutions and sicknesses in his life because they brought him closer to God. And we will be rewarded for persecution. Romans 8, verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. We're to look up for mere sicknesses. There is a purpose in sickness. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8 for just a minute. Romans chapter 8. Won't you look at verse 28 and verse 29. I know all of us know these verses, but sometimes we need to re uh, just rehearse them again to ourselves. For we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. I don't know how many times I've heard people say, Why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this in life? And the Bible says, For whom he did know, in other words, he already knew he was going to suffer. And, and now, we can learn lessons through sickness. Psalms 119, verse 67. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now have I kept thy word. In other words, afflictions in our body bring us back to the Lord. Psalms 119, verse 71. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. And so afflictions are troubles in our life, or sicknesses in our life. God lets them happen to us. And listen to me. Now, I believe this. God does not do it to you. He lets it happen to you. And there's a great difference there. God lets it happen. Why? that we might be a blessing to Him and to His people. And we're to look up from our sorrows. How can we look up from sorrow? Because our sorrow should be turned into joy. John 16, verse 20. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and you shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. 
You know one of the hardest things to take as a human being to realize is this what is going on in this life. I know that when my little grandbaby died, I never will forget that feeling. Never will forget dealing with it. And God let me know something very quickly. What if she had lived? He said, I know over the hill. I know what was ahead of her. You don't. And that could have been cancer. That could have been all kind of troubles in her life. They would have lasted forever in her body. She could have suffered all her life. And God said, I'm not going to let that happen to my child. And so he took her out. And I come face to face with that. And I could get up from my sorrow and, and quit crying and quit sorrow. And that sorrow was turned into joy when I realized that God does everything right. Amen. We have uh, deliverance from sorrow. Psalms 32, verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusted in the Lord, mercy, shall compass him about. So here's the whole thing that I'm trying to say to you this morning, and I'll try to make it short, but I want you to understand something. We're going through hard times right now in this country and all across the world, it seems like. And everything that I have looked in the Bible and and studied just lately because people are calling me and asking me. Uh, a man called me the other day and asked me, was Pelosi the Antichrist? And I said, no, but she looks like it. But uh, I said, no, the Antichrist has got to be a Jew. It's got to be a, a man. And, it's got, and there's so many things that says she's not it. Amen. And so they jump over on somebody else. Well, Biden must be it. I had one man tell me that Trump was the Antichrist and, and everything else in the world. And, and no, uh, but I do know one thing. <clears throat> Evil is present in this world right now. And it's running rampant in this world more than I've ever seen it. I've been on this earth 85 years now, and I can never remember at any time in life or seeing it all over the world like it is right now. But yet, the Bible says we Christians are to look up above this. Go above this. Get above it. I like that Psalms, and I can't remember the exact Psalm, but it says we're to soar like eagles. And I got to study how when the Bible says something, you ought to go study what he's talking about. So I went and I studied the life of an eagle. You know, an eagle gets in winds that will take him high above everything. And he looks down on everything. And that's what we are to look at. We're to get above our troubles, get above our anguish, and then we can see what's really going on. And when the Bible, when uh, my old preacher said, look up, I keep looking up, you won't see the dirt. I understand now what he's talking about. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep looking up because He could come any minute and end all this mess. Amen? That's the joy. That's what He was talking about. There's even joy in suffering. Did you know you can be suffering one minute and Jesus come the next and then you have a perfect body? That's the joy we're looking for. Amen? I know I am. And I know every Christian that's right with God's looking for and even praying even so come more Jesus. Because we want to get out of this mess. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll bless each one of us here today. I'm looking forward to the 11 o'clock message. 
I ask you for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to be dealt with each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much.